0: iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening.
1: Well, good good evening, evening, everybody. And welcome to Take2Radio. Sobs and Review, I am David, your host for today, acting host, and with me, I have Anthony.
2: Oh, Cheerio, cheerio, cheerio.
1: And Candace. What's up? And Carolyn. Aloha. And we are expecting our friend Casey to join us. And I'm not sure where he is right now. But today... Before we start our soaps, we are awaiting our special guest, multi talented actor, singer, dancer, Eric Nelson.
3: Don't forget to And producer. Yeah. producer yeah. hmm.
1: For his role in Bloodbound, we will be talking to him about all and plus any of his other venues he's been in and we are awaiting his call
2: well guys while we're waiting we haven't officially done a soap news segment in a while but each of us when we get tidbits come to the canvas with them and recently, I'm sure our listeners have seen a lot of the chatter online about the possibility that there may be a reboot of one or two of our beloved ABC soaps. Um, I actually had a conversation with Melissa Archer earlier today, and she said that she was working closely with a producer that was linked with Darren Starr. You guys know him from Merrill's Place and Sex in the City, mm-hmm. one of his associate yeah. producers. And um, both of them are in talks with ABC. It's very much in the initial stages, but, you know, we've definitely advocated on this show for something like that. We have definitely advocated about the positivity that we soap fans can bring um, and of changes that we can affect or things we'd like to see if we're positive about it. And this is just one more set of proof that they are out there. They are listening. They may even be listening to us as we speak. I know Melissa said she was going to try to catch the show tomorrow and get back to me and let me know what she thinks. Um, So, guys, what do you think? Um, do you oh, think, think it could actually happen?
4: Hmm. I'm thinking about this. I'm, I'm thinking of it three different ways. Um, I think when the the news first came out, you know, for years since, you know, All My Children and One Life went off of ABC and when it went off of Project Park, and it's, you know, it's strange and ironic that Eric is our guest today, and we're talking about this because you guys remember he was the, um, the uh, teenage of JR, you know, of AJ on All My Children's Reboot. So I actually want to find out what he thinks about that, too. Um, from a fan point of view, I'm excited because it's like, okay, finally, after years of saying it, and the proof has been that ABC, to fill those time slots, you know, The Chew was the most successful, but the other shows, that's over a million dollars that went down the drain. Do you hear me? The drain. And we know yep. the daytime. Yeah. going in and out is, right, and we know that daytime is expensive. I mean, look, let's be real. Every, everything is expensive nowadays, <laughs> okay? Um, From the business standpoint, if they are committing to this, if this is in the infant stages of development, they need to make sure that they don't repeat the same mistake that they did when Proctor Park was holding on to it. And that goes for ABC, and that means ABC really needs to make sure they have the right budget. That in case Plan A doesn't work, they have a Plan B. If Plan B doesn't work, we got a Plan C. Um, Absolutely. And you can't. And this is the thing, you know. There's now Amazon Prime. There's now Netflix. There's some outlets that that wasn't around when it was on ABC. So you're going to have to compete. This is where, you know, you're gonna have to scale it back. I mean, the reboots were trying to be cutting edge and still carry on the tradition. If it goes back on A B C they have to be really careful of what they want quote unquote to push the envelope. That's where the business deal comes in because you're gonna have to have advertisement. You're gonna have to advertise this big better bolder. That's how you're going to do it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that this is not like, a, don't you miss Erica Kane? We've done that on Live with Kelly and Michael. We've seen those kind of, you know, quote, unquote, promos. You're going to have to really do it justice because there's are some fans who feels as though, ABC, you gave up on these shows. Of all people, you did. I'm. And I'm going
2: to jump in. I'm going to jump in here and say something that really needs to be said. You know, the fact Mm -hmm. of the matter is major stars from All My Children are available. One Life to Live would be seriously lacking in the stars that most fans are going to want to see because they're committed to projects elsewhere. So the idea that they may merge the two into one fabulous show, which was bantered around back in the day when the cancellations were rumored but not happening – um, is a fabulous idea. That's first and foremost. The second thing that I'm going to say is they really need to take a look at days of our lives. They need to take a look yeah. at the momentum, the advertising, the online presence, and then the flow. blow it out of the water. Put a bomb on mm-hmm. what days does and explode it. Have secondary endings online that are only accessed by, you know, fans that have signed up to podcasts and so on and so forth. They need to mega. They need to cross market as much as they possibly can. And if they mm-hmm. do that, they have a real shot at bringing the fire that they want. That Prospect Park had promised us the innovation. They can't say the things that Prospect Park could say. They can't show certain things that Prospect Park had shown. But you know what? You can if you get the community to visit you online as well. And right. the online won't make sense without watching the daytime shows, so bing, bang, bomb right. to, to borrow from another NBC show, bing, bang, bomb that's the direction mm-hmm. that they need to go in.
4: Now, let me ask this question, because I've, I've actually asked a couple of my friends about this. Would you be okay if, let's say, you know, Soap Jesus intervened with, okay, that they say, "Okay, we'll bring back all my children and one like to live for a thirty-minute show. Would you be okay with that? Would everybody be okay with that, or no?"
2: Okay, and I want to answer that actually, and and I hope the other two have an you you guys also have an answer. But yes, I'd be okay with it if that's all I could get. But I'd rather have the one-hour show, and I would love for ABC to aggressively borrow and and pay for the rights to certain characters from other shows. Um, bring back a few characters from Ryan's Hope slash Loving. The whole Delia thing mm-hmm. was phenomenally successful on General Hospital. It brought people back okay. to the canvas just to see what was going on. If there is somehow that the soap heavens could open up and they could also borrow from Procter & Gamble and so on and so forth and bring a few key characters in, even if it's only for storyline arcs, To unite the show world like, where is Rachel Corey right now? Oh, she came to Pine Valley to work with Erica Kane on a blah, 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 blah. But yes, I would accept a 30-minute, but I'd rather have the one-hour super show. Okay. David? David? What do you think?
1: Well, Anthony said I'll take what I can get. (laughs) Do the best you can. Uh, yeah, do the best, do the best that they can. Bring all that we want to see together, and go for it. And then maybe down the line something can happen. Hmm. Okay. From there.
3: Hmm. Well, uh, <clears throat> I think if uh, it does come back, back. and Caroline, has to change what do you the. Yeah, I, uh, if they do bring it back, they have to change the whole format. Um, I kind of like mini, mini these days, uh, smaller, more, more input, more pinch, and uh, that's a good idea. Uh, where are they now? What are they doing? And even have um, little segments where you know they do a mini interview, just something totally different. That's going to bring people back.
2: Yeah, I think that they should. As 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 horrible as it would be for a few fans out there, I think that they should completely forget the Prospect Park error and continue on from where both soaps left us, as far as our you know as far as our character storylines, so on and so forth are concerned. Forget the General Hospital arc of those characters, and just and just pick up the story, you know, give us, you know, a great week of this is what happened in the seven, eight, nine you know, years since, and boom, this is where we are now, and, and keep it going. Yeah. Um, yeah, with well, a huge momentum. In,
3: yeah, ten, <laughs> a lot's happened in 10 years, and things wow. are, have changed drastically, so it's going to be hard to pick it up and what's happening now.
2: You know, if they take a a look at some of the nighttime shows that have done it, I mean, off the top of my head, I jumped immediately to Desperate Housewives that jumped five years ahead um, one season to the next and did it so successfully.
3: Um, You know,
2: it was almost seamless. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, Dallas was infamous for Bobby Bobby being in the shower and, oh, oh, wait, (laughs) what
3: happened here? (laughs) You
2: know, there are definitely ways to, you know, to let us um, let us enjoy what we once knew and open up a whole new era. Um, yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
3: The introduction we came from, yeah.
4: Yeah. I was going to say... Daytime, as... Make daytime like nighttime. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. I'm actually going to kind of disagree with that because the thing is about prime time, is that primetime can get away with a lot more because they have seasons. You know, they only have a certain amount of episodes per season, part of the fall season, where daytime is year round. And there is some things that daytime can get away with, but not, again, not like you know nighttime. And I go back to a certain person that used to run ABC. Not uh-huh. going to mention his name. Cause I just uh-huh. who watched <laughs> the primetime series Dawson's Creek. And figured that formula of what Dawson's Creek was doing, which was a primetime show that featured four characters in various storylines each and every week, could work for okay. a certain ABC show that is still on to this day. I'm not going uh-huh. to name no shows or names, but you know what I'm talking about. And it kind of worked, and it kind of didn't work. With all my children One Life to Live, to me One Life to Live out of the two with the reboot was still exactly the same as what it was on ABC, just a little edgier. You know, they went that extra step. All my children kind of reverted back to the basics. You had a teenage story unfolding. You know, you had the families, you, you know, whatnot. I personally would somehow merge what I saw on ABC with what was online because there was still – there was your right. people who – Actually, watched the online version who didn't, who really weren't familiar with what ABC was bringing them because they had an attractive younger cast. I, I, there's this guy that played PD. You might know him. He's you now on this oh. show called Israel. I, I don't know. You know, and, and stuff like that. So, to me, and not only that, but the reboot version of All My Children actually would have been a couple of years ago. So, you take what we saw on ABC merged with Pocky Park, and you get a good show that's well rounded. As far as time, I would take it either or. But if ABC is seriously committing to this, hopefully they are, I would test run it for 30 minutes, like they did back in the 60s and 70s, before yeah. branching out to an hour. Yeah. Because you got to think money, money, money's tight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, but I'm being realistic at the same time, hopeful, because yeah, they do want not, Quality, not quantity. Quality. Right. Quality. And like you said, no. you know, with One Life to Live, One Life to Live will have the toughest time getting the cast back together. All my children, not so much. I mean, I'm not saying that to be negative, you know, that these no. actors aren't working, but. No, it is what the, it is. It is what it is, right. it is exactly. I mean, you take a look at One Life to Live. Cassie DePauve is on days. Roger Howard is on General Hospital. You know, Michael Easton is on General Hospital. You have people that's, you know, everywhere. I mean, there's a reason, not to say me or anything, there's a reason why ABC only did All My Children Reunion recently.
3: Mm. (laughs)
4: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not I'm, and I lo- look. I love myself. Y'all know this. Like Lord knows, y'all know that I love my soaps. But well, as far as business standpoint went, I was like, oh, so they're really teasing all my children's fans more so because mm, ABC. Probably. If you really take, if you really take a look at the landscape, out of all my children and one life to live, which show has kind of had more attention on ABC shows in the recent years? I mean, didn't Kelly Ripper have a couple of All My Children reunions?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I think, yeah. Yes. And Michael, <clears throat> at least one I'm so aware of. Just, right. I the mean, voice. like when Susan Lucci comes on and everything, Kelly and her act out scenes from All My Children.
3: Yeah.
4: You know, they just had a reunion on, you know, on Michael and Stray, Hand and Sarah. Why they don't give Sarah the main title first, I will never know. I mean, they did a home. home, (laughs) What was it? Home and family on the Home Cook channel. All my children reunion. You know. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I love my landed, but I'm also waiting for a loving reunion. So, according to Pennsylvania, please show up. Yeah. (laughs) Loving. Yes. Okay.
2: Gwyneth, Gwyneth forever. I love her. To just get her on back. Oh, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> loving murder. To this all, You know, and I got to say I loved when during the Luke storyline when they when they seasoned us with with a little bit of that loving history. Um that was that was fabulous. to of you were like me who's been watching since I'm 3 years old sitting in my grandma's knee. Um you know, to roll so, this all uh, forward, though, I definitely would like to point out that, you know, I'm not going to say, I would love to say, but I'm not going to say that our show, you know, is pushing forward, pushing envelopes, so on and so forth. But it seems to be in the last couple of months that the, top, the topics that we tackle here seem to be playing out in real life.
4: So you guys yeah. that are actually <laughs>
2: listening and took heedance and took credence to the things that we've discussed in the past couple of months. Take heed and some credence here and retweet our show links to your friends and family. Retweet, you know, everything that you – retweet the hashtags, et cetera, et cetera. Because if ABC sees that they have the – that they can sell to the advertisers a certain amount of of built-in fans, it's got a strong chance at at least getting um, a trial period, a trial run hmm That's how they do it with talk shows. And quite frankly, I can't say that, you know, I can't say that I have any real knowledge of this, but based on the conversation that I had, it's sort of like, well, if they're going to try it with 90210 over on Fox, we can try it with a, a, a muted, uh, a united version of Landview, Pine Valley. Oh, okay. So if we show
0: up, but what-
2: hopefully they'll show up.
4: Yeah, and that 90210 thing is not going to be what everybody expects it to be, and I think that's a different topic for another day. Yes. That's so my thoughts are with Lee Parody right now. It's only
1: six episodes. Yeah,
4: yeah. it's, it's only pretty six much episodes,
1: a priority. Right? Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a parody of them. So basically we're going to see, like, a higher-up, fake, you know, like a a, uh, a more celebified version of Tory Spelling as Tory Spelling. Like, are you serious? Okay, this, like,
2: okay. this I have. This I have absolute hand knowledge of. What what Fox basically had said at the point when this was discussed the second time because this was discussed about a year and a half ago as well. Right. What, what Fox had said was, "We don't like what happened over on another network. We don't like what walked away." With both of our shows, so we're going to give you – you need to come up with an idea to whet the fans' appetite. And if there's enough of an appetite, then we'll renew the series itself. And this is the idea they came up with. And I am so 50-50 right at the moment. I am 50 like brilliant. Okay, you know what? Work it out. Have these test scenes that you're playing off in the reality show what if we did this with, with Brandon? What if we reunited Brandon and and Kelly and so on and so forth? And then the other 50 is like, you know what, if you're just going to give it a shot, then give it a mini series, three hour, four hour, two night events of where they are now Mm -hmm. and, and entice us that
3: way. Yeah. Get the get the fans, get everybody involved and get their finger on the pulse and see what, you know, um, they just don't go well, about it the right way. <laughs>
4: well,
3: we the have the to give them
4: last night, Well, here's the thing. As of last night, when the news dropped, and you know they had you know Tory and all of them posting on their social media, the first first the first two people everybody said was where Shannon and Luke Perry. And real quick, mm-hmm. lots of prayers goes out to Luke Perry to Luke
3: Perry. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah.
4: I could not believe it, but that's you know. the thing is that. No offense to Tory, you know who's making a comeback. You know y'all saw her on the on the mass Singer, you know and stuff like that. No offense to Jason Priestley, but when you think of nine hundred two one zero, and I know there's certain fan bases. That's the OG fan bases, okay? Everybody liked the Brent, um, Brenda and Dylan. Like I don't no. care who you are, and if you don't have, I mean, yeah, you can have the trial run. And see how, because I watched it on the CW. I'm not even going to, you know, lie. I did watch the continuation of 90210 on the CW. And for that target audience, and I think that's what people forgot, is that the CW was not Fox. So there was a whole new audience, but there were still people who knew of 90210. So that's why they had um Silver and they had Kelly and then you had, you know, Donna, and then you had Brenda. And it was it was sort of like what I was talking about with the All My Children is that you need to merge because there's going to be different audiences who's going to be
1: watching.
4: Yep. Yeah, you got to cook. You got it when you said 90210, Fox. Okay. But it's not what we, you know, what people think it is. Now, if it goes great, which I'm pretty sure it will, you know, down the line, then yeah. They need, Fox needs to do something right. I love you Fox. You and, different. I and different,
3: yeah. <laughs> something right and different. Yeah. Coming to right. uh, the Times, for the Times. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Why don't we get started?
2: Do we have Eric, Eric ready?
1: Because we, we are still being held up. We don't, Eric is being held okay. up. His PR is searching for him. So I guess he
4: check, may be held up the so when the we the get theory. started. He might be at the bay. Days that he. I'm There you go.
1: Cut him out. So um, he's not here yet. So we can start with a soap tip for now. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Alright. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Cool. Yep. On we, with the show. You you hear me we usually yet?
2: start with our queen and her lovely Salem. So we might as well go ahead and do that tonight. <laughs>
1: Wanna to do Salem first? Sure. While we're here? Sure. Okay.
3: Sure, sure. Um Okay. There seems there seems to be a um a pregnancy in the wind. Is it, has everyone been watching? Um, I
1: have, um, yeah. <laughs> I
3: have.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Somebody mm-hmm. might. Somebody mm-hmm. might
3: be praggers,
4: What do we think? What do we think?
1: Oh no. <laughs> oh good. Go ahead, Sarah.
4: Be pregnant, girl. Go ahead, Sarah. Be pregnant.
2: <laughs> okay, you know go, honestly, before we even before we even go there, I've got two major things to say. I am okay. extremely oh. disappointed in the way that they gave us Jordan. It's been great show, but oh, you don't Oh yeah, bring, that's
3: a big disappointment. Oh, oh.
2: oh. You yeah. don't bring a character back so radically changed in, in without without a major story that goes with it. And secondly, I think I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss it so hard, Billy Flynn. I'm gonna miss yeah. Kate. I'm going to miss those two characters, but I would like us all to address this and we can have differences of opinion, but my opinion is this, and I'd like to know what you guys think. There is no room for happily ever after for their age on a daytime show. You know, you can do it with the older couples that don't get the screen time, but there is no room for happily ever after right now in daytime. So to send them off canvas, (laughs) Maybe forever, but hopefully it's just see you all back in a few years or a few months and don't be teasing don't be teasing yeah. with us and toying with us. Um and let them be happy. I as much as I'm gonna miss them, I'm glad they chose that path and let them go off into the sunset that way. <laughs> Carolyn, to, to par yeah,
3: to Par to Paris, France.
2: We <laughs> we oui, oui. Yeah, we we look out for Mister Bates. Carrie might be there. <laughs>
3: how do we? How do? How do we like? um I'm hoping for someone. What about JJ and Haley?
2: No. <laughs> no, no, I like Tripp and Haley.
3: No. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not crazy about Tripp you know. and
2: Haley. I like oh, Tripp yeah. and Haley. I think there's there's a chemistry there that's lacking with JJ.
3: Well, because Claire's uh, no, leaving. Like you. Claire's leaving, right? Claire's on her way. Yeah. She's on her way out. Yeah. I think yeah. truth is, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. Everyone bites the dust. Literally. How are you no, liking it? Cleo went, How are you liking Cleo, um, Cleo when... Go ahead.
1: Oh, I have, a, I have a question. Now, there was an announcement that there was a big mass cut for days. And I don't know. Have what is the truth behind it? Mm-hmm. We know Claire, <laughs> Chloe, Trip. Yep, I know those are the three.
3: The truth
2: behind it is is basically the canvas is too big yet again. Um, mm-hmm. you know, with this looming lawsuit, they could fire thirty. Of the what is it thirty seven people on canvas right now they could fire thirty wow. yeah. they could fire thirty of the thirty seven and not be able to to survive if the lawsuit does what you know it could do um, yeah. but I think that they're trimming the fat for a you know money reasons and B so that they can tell more direct stories it start you know as much as I love Ron this is definitely a Ron trait. He gets a lot of stuff going, and then he kind of gets lost in in how to keep the momentum and how to tie them all into each other, and keep one. And General Hospital never recovered from it. Um, one Life to Live, thank God, you know they kept pulling him back. But he does this; he opens up too many story arcs, and then it get you know things get lost in the mix. And you're like, wait a minute, I'm still waiting for the explanation for a boom, boom, boom and um, yeah, well, i think now, they're
3: just now, trimming now, the fact um, yeah now it's it may be that leo is john's son i mean how many how many kids is I don't, <laughs> <think that's true.
1: laughs> I don't think that's true i, no, well, I well, don't think they,
3: that's true No, i don't either they're they're, ra- they're ramping it up so well
4: here's the thing Well, Sherry Anderson, who, oh, my gosh, let me bow down to her right now. I love you. She's gone. Her last episode is next month. And that was a surprise when she announced it on social media. She's been gone for about, let's see, this is five months now, like since, what, October, November of last year. And that, to me, is a huge hit because Sherry represents the past history of days of our lives she knows about the history and one thing I think everybody across the board has always said is days of our lives is that soap that can honor their history you know case in point when Chad and Abby got married it was kind of a nod nod to history because Abby's grandparents Mickey and Laura got married in the living room so it's kind of a trait you know and it's like with here's the thing I don't want people to blame, like, you know, it is kind of a wrong trait, but at the same time, this is Sony. And the thing is, is that in 2018, we all know Sony was being a little stingy. This is my opinion.
1: Mm. They did
4: not want to give money when it was necessary take a look at young and the rustles and days obviously because of the, you know, we everybody read the lawsuit papers, right? Y'all read the forty two papers, right? Or was it just me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> I read all forty two of them. <laughs> I'm like I'm like, okay, like let me be like Perry Mason here and Metlock and just get me you know it it if you know what's the backstory and also you know that for years, Days of Our Lives has been asking for money. Hence why they take so far in advance is to save money. That's the whole gist of it. Is it is not because they want to, you know, rush the production and everybody gets a heavy holidays. It's because they're really trying to save money. The thing with days right now is, and this is my opinion too, is right now they're they're telling so many th- so many stories right now, and they have like five A stories, two B stories, and three C stories yep. that now it's starting to overlap. And that's where the confusion is. And it's like, okay, you said about Chad and Abby. Mm -hmm. 2018, hands down, was not the best year for Chad and Abby. Now, with that being said, the acting from Marcy, Billy, and Kate was great. It was really great. And to know some more behind the scenes stuff, especially with Billy. I know yep. I had rewatch, and you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Like you now can understand why they had to do what they did, and kind of just sit back and be like, you have to have a double think because one part of me was like, this. "Oh my gosh, like why is she forgiving him?" Like literally, Chad gave her baby away. Like literally, like, and then after when I heard everything, and I sat down and I rewatched it, I was like got you. I said, I got it. I got it. Okay. And there is story to be told when or if they're coming back, because I think Kate's coming back for Caroline Brady's funeral later this summer. Yeah. So we mm. might get, you know, like an update, you know. With the right. whole Haley storyline, <sighs> there's so <laughs> many holes in that storyline that makes you scratch your head. Because I'm like, Okay, Dave, you chose to tell an immigration storyline, but yet, da-da-da, I had, I had a sister who, like, there's too many holes and it doesn't, and, and I'm sorry, Ron, yeah. I love you, you know this. Ryan, what's up, Quad? But this is the one story that I'm just like, y'all didn't need to do this. Like, I get it. Y'all want to have J.J. have a love interest. I get it. I got it. Because now Abby's gone, J.J. will get that get that spotlight. But it was so uncalled for. And next, and then it's just right now with days. Even though it's still hot, this is what I was kind of afraid of. And I think I said yep. last year, I said, yep. "Don't make a mistake because you're hot right now. You're like, you're like the number one soap in a lot of people's heads. And if you mess up one little thing, it's going to cause a, it's going to cause a hurricane." You know, it's like Dave is that soap right now that is perfect. It's perfect. And if you it's,
2: if you remember, Candice, my my response on piggybacked on top of you was, don't just jump at the next socially relevant storyline to have. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's exactly yep. what's happened. And I'm like, I think,
4: Yeah. Yeah. I think I do really it's, ben- needs... it's
3: benefiting eve it's benefiting eve because it's showing her really really mean side <laughs> hiding in the in the courtyard which oh, is great and... but
2: it's not benefiting yeah. the soap at large, which no. you know unfortunately no. yeah. you know when they're when they're i mean the renewal is wonderful, but they're still hanging by a shoestring you know that yeah. didn't cement anything really, and that's that's the scary thing um And I mean, you know, I want to say one thing to Ron, besides what I already said about too many stories dangling and blowing in the winds, you know, we have definitely proven on days of our lives, point blank, the Young and the Restless is doing well with it. And General Hospital is starting to figure it out. uh, The, the drop in legacy and, or, Core wonderful characters that we love, but that we cannot afford to keep on canvas all the time, and who want other work because, as much as we love them in the roles that we love them for, you know, we as fans gotta understand. I know a lot of fans don't want to believe that there's reality that Eileen Davidson has a husband and children to take care of, but we as fans have to realize they got to pay their bills. Oh, yeah. and, you know, they got yeah. gas in their cars. And they gotta feed yeah. their yeah. craft. They need yeah. to do other projects to feed their their craft as well. So, you know, I mean, obviously, when they brought back uh, Rena Billy, I mean, that was a major epic failure. But yeah. other than that, yeah. you know, the the uh, for lack of a better word, the the breeze throughs of legacy characters and or storylines. The Teresa was a phenomenal, out of the park, great. They did everything that they needed to do with the time allotted for um, Jen Lilly.
4: Jen, yeah. And,
2: you know, they can cull down the day-to-day canvas and make, you know, uh, Jill on The Young and the Restless said it best. When they call, I work because I want to be there. And because when I don't want to work or I can't work, they work it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They pay me when I need to get paid and they leave me be when I need to be left being.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's, that's nice. That's Ron?
2: No. That's where you shine, Ron. Go back to that formula yep. because that's what's worked. that's what's gonna work for you going forward.
3: What and does everyone he... think of Jack? <laughs> the Jack. Uh,
2: well I love the beginning. I'm now bored. That's me. Candace. Mm. take it away, baby.
4: <laughs> okay. All right. Be nice. Be nice. I like the fact that they incorporated old school Jack, okay?
3: Yeah.
4: Not the yeah, romantic, yeah. like, oh Jack. No, they incorporated the, the Jack that was a jerk. Yeah,
3: the it mean one. It is a
4: little, yeah, it is kind of getting a little dull, but it still, it's still holding me because I want to know, Two things. One, I want to know, is he conning Eve? In other words, does, has Jack already had some like his memory coming back but slowly but surely want to figure out what Eve's plan is? Or is he... You know what I'm saying? Because like, there was some moments that I was like, wait a minute. Hold up, Like, Stephen Jack is doing all of this mm-hmm. too much.
1: Okay? Mm-hmm. But
4: at the same time, what he said at Abby's And Chad's wedding made me kind of like, wait a minute, double take. Because he said that as if that was the Jack that most of us know. Like, his heart was, like, there. And I was like, like, I'm confused as to, okay, what is the game plan? Like, is Jack, does Jack have, like, what is Jack really up to? Because his time with JJ, what he said to Abby, I'm like, okay, like, something something is about to go down.
1: I don't know what yeah. is, But I, I'm I kind of I'm Xander's gone, in. so I figure he would be in the front of that.
2: Well, Xander's coming back, actually. And um, yeah. so there's more story there. And, and I yeah. kind of have a theory. Because yeah, he's is having, a having a baby.
3: Con- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: Jack is the conduit to the rest of the people in in those rooms. Um which mm-hmm. is great. But I also oh, think that I also think that hold they're gonna on, throw guys. the t- oh. We got okay. Eric. All right, we let me just somebody, finish the
1: thought. Finish I it I think off.
2: we're gonna get um the the nod and then the thumb, you know, through the teeth to the super couple. Because I think when all is said and done, I kind of piggyback with Candace. I think he's got more of his memory than we than, than we are seeing right now. And I think it's going to come down to, you know, I love you, but I'm not sure I do love you. And the other times I've come back, hearty, hearty, heart, you've always made me work for it. Now all the mm. time I'm the love of your life. You know, was Daniel the love of your life? Was Eric the love of your life? Oh, wait, what about Frankie yeah. back in the day? Was he the love of your life? And if he came back, would I matter as much to you? Mm. Bingo. Bingo. Good point. And if they do that, no. it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. If they lead us halfway there and then leave us hanging, I will be thoroughly disappointed.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I understand. I totally agree with you that.
2: She's always
4: made him
1: work for it. Mean...
2: And suddenly, this time around, he's the only one why you just got dumped by Eric because Eric's real love is Nicole who'll be back in about 15 minutes you know <laughs> yeah, and, yeah
1: just, just about
2: and once this storyline wraps up Ron also you, you, I don't see you going anywhere I think you're going to have a fruitful career days and, and, and I love you but once this storyline wraps up put the serum away and let people stay dead for a couple of years We, you know, we've kind of reached the max at how many people can come back and how many times they can come back. If I was at a funeral in Salem, I'd be like, oh, don't cry. What are you crying for? She'll be back in 20 minutes. Cut the head off.
4: She ain't really dead, but she cut the head
2: off. Yeah.
4: Well, they're supposed to be doing a serial (laughs) killer, Ron. Beautifully
1: put. (laughs) Beautifully stated. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. David, do we know the status of our well, Nothing yet. All okay. Right. I
4: told you where he's at. I told you. He's the Bay. The series with Steve Jensen, a.k.a. Jack Deveraux, a.k.a. with Kayla, a.k.a. Sarah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn on right now. I'm going to see Bay City. Right now he's gonna be driving a car and he's gonna get in all kinds of trouble. There he is. Yep. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nothing yet. So, you want to hit?
4: You want to hit GH? Let's go to Port oh. Carl. Oh. Okay.
1: Yep. Let's Wait,
4: go. Hold on. Free Franco of my of my co-host here. He's I free think right, right now. Yeah,
2: he's
1: he free. Any- all right,
4: leading. Have any of you read Lucy's book?
1: I have. No, no, joke. Candace has it.
4: <laughs> yeah. Are you surprised that it was me?
1: <laughs> really?
4: <laughs>
1: I have, yeah, you I told have us you were going to buy it.
4: I did. Yeah, I, cause
2: I was just. I'm gonna have it by the end of next week because there wasn't an audio. I, I don't know if y'all, the listeners, remember. I'm, I'm blind now. Um,
4: but <laughs> Anthony, I so could have done it. it I could have did I could have read the whole thing for you. What and did the voiceovers? I could have did the voices for you.
2: You could have, girl, but that's a lot to ask. I really you know would have.
4: No, I know, girl. <laughs>
2: All right, so I I I love that they surprised me real quick with both twins going at the same time because I was I I, I lost um, quite a couple of dollars on you know whether Jason or Drew was going to go first as far as the blindness goes. Um, real quick gotta say I love Shiloh I love to hate him and I love to love him <laughs> as big as the cast is and as much as we're like oh my god they cannot possibly bring another new person in y'all did y'all y'all done y'all done hit pay dirt with
1: Shiloh I think Anthony I think we got approval from Anthony what do you think <sighs>
4: I'm going
1: to have to disagree. I'm going to have to disagree. Oh, no.
4: Okay. Hear me out. I will. I like the actor. I like the actor who plays Shiloh. But in the world that I'm living in right now, General Hospital needs to start bringing on these new characters that really nobody has, like, any quote-unquote interest. The actor could have easily played a lucky Spencer. Jonathan is busy at the moment. Jacob is doing Lifetime. Greg Vaughn is being shirtless on days. So they could have brought this guy as a lucky, a Nicholas, a fly, or anybody. I agree. He he is <laughs> he is all right. But I'm just like okay, General Hospital. Like this is your up new character in the last year meaning we just started this year.
3: <laughs>
4: you know, we got, I mean, interesting storyline, you know. It does into Sam's past because, you know, who, you know, some people says is a recon of her past. Uh, she was a calm woman. We don't know what the heck was going on with Sam in the back, you know, back in the day. I think it's interesting, but, yeah, for General Hospital to finally after weeks, a month of figuring out Okay, when is this going to hit Jason and Drew? I want to say thank you, ABC, for a great birthday present because I did not – Right did not – I was not on social media that day, and I watched it, and I was like <gasps> – I was like, oh, my God, Jason has not gone. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, Drew's behind the wheel. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, this better not be happening now. As soon as I heard the music, I'm like, oh, something's about to go – something's about to happen. And when I saw Jason stumble – I'm like, he has a gun. I was like, he's going to shoot somebody. Somebody's going to get shot. And then I'm like, Drew's driving. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, where's the kids? Where's Elizabeth? I'm like, where's Maxie? Where's Peter? Because, you know, he's supposed to be in the parking lot anyway. Um, You know, I was like, who is he going to hit? And then when I saw Jordan, I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, I'm done. I was like, for the first time that week, General Hospital, to quote one of my friends, Re- remember that they're a soap opera. hmm that episode, it was emotion. You had fear. You had rage. You had romance. You had, you know, and they topped it off with that. And I was like, oh, shoot, who died? Is Jordan going to die? Like, because that would have been really messed up. I'm just like, and then the whole Peter and Anna story.
1: Right.
4: For you know what, General Hospital, I'm not going to even be mad at you anymore because you probably nope. was listening to the fans. You yep. heard what the fans said, that there's no way in General Hospital's history could you make Anna Peter's mother. Yep. I was like, gone when they said Alex. I was like, and here we go. I was like, thank you, ABC, for having the rights to all my children. See, look again, ABC favorites all my children a little bit. Look, I'm not even joking on that one, but General, General Hospital right now, they're trying. They're trying, you guys, and I've been saying all across social media. No, they they're are. They're trying. Think, they are. think about it. The
2: storylines that have been frustrating us to the max are all being tied together and pulled in. Where are the patients? The patients before six? Oh, boom, bing, bang, boom. Here's how we pull it together. Anna being Peter's mother? Nobody. There is not a single thing that was okay with that. I like nope. Peter so I was willing to suspend my disbelief enough to say, Okay, they're gonna figure something out. Well thank right. you so much for figuring it out. Um, they have really, really done a great job. Now, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to say this. I have been a huge I've been a huge fan of this serial killing storyline. In the beginning, in the middle, but now I'm like, no, you dropped it again, General Hospital. So please continue to listen to the fans and understand that if you open this can of worms, you have got to see it all the way through, and you've got to see it through with a logical beginning, middle, and end. I cannot be on this show a year from now. Talking about the patients one through six, the twin blindness, and so on and so forth. If you if if you want to fix the damage that you've done, then you need to go full force on it. You've made a great start, General Hospital. Let's see what you can do. Maybe you are looking at these, you know, through the side eye, saying, "Oh, no. okay, we should be doing it like this." See,
4: I <laughs> would be. Here's the thing. The soap fan in me is like, no, Candace, don't go there, Candace. Don't do it, Candace. But I'm going to go there. General Hospital has this problem of telling a whole story arc with the beginning, middle, and end. Somehow, some way, they always start out great, but when they mm-hmm. get to the middle is where they have their problem. When it gets mm-hmm. to their end, it's too late. It's like the audience has lost interest. I like Jason's story on both fronts. Jake's story. What was Jake doing on Castedown Island that he saw Drew or Jason? There are certain things that are still lingering that, that I don't know, General Hospital, you probably forgot about, okay? Yep. And the thing is, yep. is that with this serial killer storyline, Lord knows when they brought this back up, I was like, and here we go. I was like, yes, come on, G.H. Do it for us, the ones who remember the storyline. And, yeah, I get it. This is Ryan in the new Port Charles. Not the old one, but the new. Where he's like, "Ill Felicia's a grandma, okay? She's old. Let me find another hot bomb. Ava, perfect. John Lindstrom <laughs> has been selling it. Emmy nods for him. He's been oh, killing yeah. it, literally, literally killing it. Get it, killing it. His chemistry it with church, Mara Andy. West. Take it to church. For, I am um, his chemistry with Mara West. See, for General Hospital fans, this is all new. Well, I still remember Yeah, but as for those well of us who remember them, yes, right. Yes. as Carly and Craig, we knew that they were going to bring fire to this. The sad reality is, General Hospital drops this whole storyline. Yes, you look at. I'm gonna. I'm gonna paraphrase this because I kept saying this. I said they're going to pull a Days of Our Lives. when they had the necktie serial killer storyline. There was only yeah. two characters that people really felt for when they died. Yep. That was yep. Paige Will. and Will. Right. The same can yep. be said for days for General Hospital. I think I said on here as well as on, you know, wherever you guys can find me at, I said they're gonna do the same thing. They're gonna kill somebody that's gonna be emotionally connected to somebody that we care about. Kiki was the one. Because here's the thing, a lot of people didn't like Kiki, okay? But we cared about Ava. We cared mm-hmm. about Franco.
1: Okay? Yep.
4: Yeah. Then I said, they're going to drop. They're going to drop it. And that's what they did. Because after Kiki, nobody cared about the producer guy. Nobody cared about Bob the build- Builder or anything. And they nope. could have killed
1: Lulu. Yep. Right. Well, here's Lulu the thing. They went after Lulu
4: or Maxie. I yep. said that. I yep. said either Lulu yep. or Maxie would have been the next victims because... Lulu would have made sense because of Laura's connection with Kevin. And think about it. If Lulu, if something happened to Lulu, you don't think the audience would be pissed off the way that General Hospital did with Emily or Sabrina? Like, come on now. Mm -hmm. Then you didn't. I knew they were going through a twist in it. I knew it. I was like, And this is why General Hospital fans are
1: kind of split. Yeah. You know, so what you're saying <laughs> yeah. is, he is that um, they didn't kill Lulu off because they didn't want that outrage that they got with Sabrina and with Emily. I,
4: I think I think the thing is is that with Lulu, it was the shock of like, oh my god, is Lulu going to die or is she going to make it? Because at that time, I think Emmy was doing her contract negotiation. Yeah, so right. So it was kind of like the shock of. Lulu, somebody that we have seen born on screen who has gone through, you know, tragedy and triumph and, you know, stuff like that. And then, I mean, you can, you can wound her, like you could stab her. That was okay. Because that was questioned, like, oh, my gosh, like, now it's, now we're getting to the deep part of it. Because the All next right. person would have to be Felicia or Maxie. Yeah.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm sorry. I gotta jump in here and just say I gotta say two things. First and foremost, we've said this on this show before. I know it's come out of Candace's mouth many times. Casey, who's not <laughs> with us tonight, and myself. If you are going to do a serial killing storyline, please go back to YouTube and watch Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> having said that, having said that, we we'll can just call the, the, up, by the all way. the things. Please listen to our last five shows up to this moment because all that, all that we can say about it has been said. I want to send right. a very, very strong word of caution out to Nathan and Frank and Chris if you are going to try to play us with – Ryan and Kevin have actually been switched by Doctor Maddox, Doctor Cabbage, Doctor Alex, Doctor Dimitri (laughs) Merrick. You you know, maybe Doctor Hayward. Yeah. If you're gonna, if the end game of this is that Kevin is actually Ryan and Ryan is actually Kevin, go back and rip up every single one of those scripts and do some fast and furious writing. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't Don't do it many, many, many fans. And if y'all watched they're called Easter eggs in games.
3: If y'all watched
2: <laughs> there have been two Easter eggs in General Hospital giving us that like, oh wait a minute. Could this be? And, mm-hmm. and now that it's almost almost a hundred percent likely that Alex is really um uh Peter's mother hey, no. Yeah, that's that. They're almost they're almost giving us the story these last two weeks. If that's the end game of their story, oh, burn them scraps. Don't even rip them. Burn them. Force feed them down someone's throat and start furiously
4: rewriting. See, why would you nah. see now, Anthony? You just why did you put that in my head now? Because now that I'm, I, I was thinking that like a couple of weeks ago. I was like, wouldn't it be messed up? And I had to think, and here's how, this is, you know, we talk about like when soap writers and executive producers come from other shows that they bring certain things that they did so well on their show to the other uh, show. Yeah.
1: And uh, I was yeah. thinking
4: about one life to live. I solely uh, was thinking huh? about the whole, tw- you know, with the two todds and everything. And I'm like, I was like, please. I was mm-hmm. like, they wouldn't. I was like, Frank would not gamble with this. I'm like, there, I mean, look, I know fans, I know us so fans. the first thing you said was, where's Felicia? And, you know, we now come to understand understanding that Christina Wagner had things to do, priorities. That's fine. Again, like I said, you know, this was Ryan and the new Port Charles. okay? Him killing Carly. Oh, that was a dream, not my. Um, <laughs> by the way, thank you for that, no, because I know you were trolling me. You were trolling me with Felicia. that one. <laughs> I well, love Christina well,
2: Wagner I love Felicia but they should have just let him
4: kill did her did you see the promo <laughs> did you see the promo where it had Lucy Matt, and Felicia and I was like I actually fell uh-huh. off my chair I was like I was like yep. okay there the, the end is near yeah because here's the thing the end, I mean to, well today was well yesterday was the official end of February sweep, but y'all got an extra deck hey thank you um and the thing is, is that this story most likely is going to hit till April, the end part, because there's too many gaps. It's too, like, now this is a time where things need to come together. But you're right. If they say that Ryan has been the, oh, Lord. Woo! Please don't. Oh, don't I'm going to be off social media. No, I'm just saying, because General Hospital has been, and i'm not and, and look a lot of a lot of y'all know that I have quote unquote a love hate relationship I shouldn't say hate a dislike with General Hospital mainly because of the way they yeah. use history okay yep. and yep. the thing is is that General Hospital in the last couple of years have not given me the satisfaction of a storyline to the point where I'm confident enough to say, you know what. This is going to be the best story. Get right General Hospital fans. Hold on to your seats. I can't say that because I'm not confident. And it's nothing against actors or, or anybody. It's just my personal belief is that somehow, some way, it's like they start out great. Like, they have a great... Last week was great. I ain't going to lie. Last week was great on General Hospital. Uh-huh. And if you saw Wendy's episode, you felt a certain way. Because I was like, really? Like... Y'all like I can't with this storyline. Yeah, I don't think I'm just like okay. It's, something has to give. Like where is Felicia at? Where is Lisa Like now, this is the time to incorporate them. Like why hasn't Maxie yeah. been attacked? We all know the history with Maxie and Ryan. Yeah,
2: you know exactly.
4: And and, and, should, and
2: the, there should be more nurse references. Lucy should be popping in. He should annoy her, and he should and she should be off, or it would stop. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been done wrong. And when they gave us that promo and then didn't deliver on it, I, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Right. On that note, my co host, and I love you, this is the one week where I have to beg off early. And I sincerely apologize. If Eric makes it, please give him my apologies. But I am on vacation, and my family is, pieces of my family are only here for another couple of hours. So I'm going to have to beg off tonight, and I will see everybody in two okay. weeks. I love you all.
3: Good night.
1: Bye, Deb. Enjoy your vacation.
3: Enjoy your vacation
1: <laughs> with me. <laughs>
3: okay.
1: Take it, Candace.
4: Okay, this week on the Young and the Rocks, there's a trial that started. You got the desperate housewives of the GC. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. Um, you got Sharon, Victoria, and Nikki, who all were arrested because. Okay, I'm just gonna ask this question. I've asked this before, but um, you know now the ladies are in court. They, you know, or you know, pretty much Phyllis is the one who who signed a plea bargain. Like I'll snitch. Like I'll snitch, so I won't go to jail. Like they here. You know, and then you have Sharon and Victoria and Nikki who all was arrested and took great mugshots. But my question is, is that who do you blame for this, for this whole scenario? Do you blame Phyllis or do you blame Sharon? You're going
1: for in the and fact out, honey.
4: that. Okay, can you guys hear me?
1: Repeat. Can you guys hear me? Okay.
4: Okay. I said, now that the women were arrested, who do you think was at fault? I mean, take Nikki out of it. Who do you think is more at fault for Nikki for Victoria, Sharon and Phyllis oh going God. to going to to jail? Do you think it was Sharon or do you think it was Phyllis?
1: You are you still with me, Candace? Can you hear
4: yeah. me? Can
1: you guys hear me? Okay. okay. Try it again. Okay. Can
4: you guys hear me okay?
1: I apologize for that.
4: You guys hear me okay?
1: You're still going in and out on me. Hmm. Now you're okay. All
4: right. Now
1: you're okay. good. Okay. 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 All right.
4: I was saying, um, with the recent developments of Phyllis, Sharon and Victoria going to jail, who do you ha- who do you fault for for the police to arrest the women? Was it Sharon
1: or was it Phyllis? Oh God, see that's a hard one. Sharon said it first. But she recanted mm-hmm. with Brittany's thing. So they can't count that if it's recanted. But Phyllis set the whole thing up too. Oh my god, that's a that's a very good question. I don't know. I I think there's gonna be Sharon's gonna be held to pay for Sharon if they find that out. Here's the thing, but I, I now, talked to a oh, go ahead.
4: Go ahead. No, I, I was saying that it's interesting because people that I've talked to are split. Some people say, well, if Phyllis had allowed Sharon to call the police the night of JT's death, then none of the women would have gotten in trouble. Then there's some people who said, well, Sharon opened the can of worms because she, you know, said it was Nikki and her, and then she said that it was other women when she was talking to Ray, after, you know, she confessed her love to him. And I'm like, really? Like,
1: <laughs>
4: okay, Sharon. I I thought both of them. Because the thing is, is that, you know, Phyllis. They both
1: opened their mouth.
4: The, yeah, well, the night, I mean, some of this wouldn't have happened if Phyllis would have allowed Sharon to call the police. Because that way they would have said, okay, you know, this just happened. We understand it was self-defense. But the fact that these women have covered up a murder and lied and and everything, they took it. They they literally took it too far. The thing with Sharon is, this is this is my rant for the night about Young and Rossless with Josh Griffin. Josh, listen yes. to the fans. Do not. I repeat, do not that Sharon back five spaces. This woman has come a long way since the last time you wrote for her. Do not turn her back into what you quote unquote, you and Charles Pratt all thought was really good entertainment because it wasn't when Sharon opened her oh, mouth and said, I love you too to a cop. And then she got mm-hmm. her heart broken when Ray arrested her. Me as a fan was like, Sharon, you're an idiot. Because, I'm sorry, you shouldn't have said anything or whatnot knowing that this man was investigating a murder that had your former mother-in-law and your former sister-in-law involved. I would have stayed out of that. But this is Sharon we're talking about, folks. So, yeah. But, yeah, I fought both of them. And not only that, Nikki didn't even tell (laughs) – the funny thing is is that when Nikki was testifying – she made it sound like it was just her. She yeah, didn't put she Phyllis did. and Sharon into this. So that was another thing is that Sharon was like, well, it was me and Nikki and um, Victoria and Phyllis. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't, like, I can't. But yeah, so so then you have Phyllis who, who tells Cricket, and I got an issue with that too, you know, saying, look, I'll tell you everything, I'll be your star witness. Because that's Phyllis. Phyllis ain't. Here's the thing People can say what they want about Phyllis But this is true to Phyllis' nature She will look out for herself But at the same time She will also protect people But she does it her own way You may not agree with it But she does it her own way What do you think?
1: Hmm. Give that to me again
4: I said What do you think about Phyllis? Like Phyllis You know how she Was handling this whole situation The plea bargain and how, how some people are saying she's looking out for herself. But if you think about Phyllis's characteristics, her history, you may not like what she does, but she's not only looking out for herself, but she's also trying to protect Victoria, Sharon, and Nikki.
1: Yeah, I think. I don't know if Phil, Phyllis says that she's doing it for the best of everybody, but I'm not sure. She She's always right. cagey.
4: Mhm, yeah, so we got that going on, and I don't here's the thing. I don't think cricket should be a part of this because if anybody's memory serves them, cricket is responsible for bringing j t to town, so that's true it is' kind of. It's like a conflict of interest. I should be a a lawyer. Um, just saying. Um, because cricket has involvement with J T. So it's kinda like and not only that, but she's also his team bring down the Newmans. So I don't think cricket should be a part of this uh court thing. But, you know, she is I mean yeah, she is she's she's fascinating. Yeah, but it's nice to see Brittany. I'm glad to see Brittany. Yeah, it is. I'm like, like, okay, like, yay! Like, hey, Brittany, what's going on? So then we have the mystery about who pushed Lola in the pool. Now, we all know Lola was coming to see Kyle, and, you know, she wanted to talk, and then somehow, some way, somebody pushed her, and she hit her head. In the pool, and now she needs a liver transplant. Only on the soap, y'all. Only on the soap. In <laughs> this hat. Only on the soap. Her liver was. Well,
1: we know. Yeah, her liver was fine. Her liver was fine but, for a while, but mm-hmm.
4: and in, in reality, you
1: got to think of this: when your body is in turmoil,
4: right. your organs
1: will start doing their own That's thing.
4: It. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. But,
1: uh, if it's if it's um if you're looking for if you think it's a leap, if it's a leap, if you, everyone thinks it's a leap because her liver fun is um malfunctioning, uh, it's because her body's in stress that she I mean, may not be re- recover.
4: okay, I'm gonna kind of jump down off. Well, I'm kind of get back on the soapbox. Here's the thing when it was announced that Josh Griffin and, and Tony Morrell, um, I can't even pronounce his last name right now, I'm sorry, um, when they were going to take over Young and the Restless, a lot of people were trying to question okay, what does this mean for the characters that Mal Young brought on to Young and the Restless? And here's the thing any soap fan may or may not know this. When a previous writer has already Begun a story arc or, you know, begun, you know, characters and whatnot, and a new writer takes over. There's usually a period where the characters that the former writer had would be in a standstill until the new writer can figure out what they're going to do with them. Lola is one of the characters that I think has been translated to from Mao Young's version of, you know, Lola being a strong, you know, independent, like, I can do this on my own to being a little soft as the transition has happened. And now we have her in a coma until we figure out what Josh Griffin is going to do with this character. Right. Right now you You got Kyle who, I think they're going to change her a little bit because, I mean, (laughs) she started out as a a female that was different than what we've seen in a while on a soap. She wasn't raised in a rich family. She didn't come from, you know, the silver spoon of life. You know, she's actually had to work to get where she wants to be at. And you pair her up with somebody like Kyle, who has the heart of Jack Abbott, but I really hope they delve into the fact that his mother is Diane Jenkins, okay, and give us a little bit of that, you know, rough around the edges. Um, I think when they had to the fight over the, the bag, I think that's what made fans kind of like, wait, she got upset about a bag, like, okay, like a full-fledged meltdown. Unless Josh – and I think with that, there are certain key elements that has been played – that's been shown in the last couple of weeks to kind of give us a little more of a back story with Lola. And Josh Griffin's responsibility is to give us that because it has to be more to the story of Lola. Why did she flip out the way? You know, like, she has self-esteem issues. We know that. You know, she made, a, she made a comment that I cracked up when she said, why is everybody so worried about me having sex? That's a story arc. Like, something could have happened in her past to make her kind of not not interested in a relationship, but maybe because of what she saw with Ray and Mia and Otoro and maybe her parents maybe. She has relationship issues. This, that's why I like Lola is going to be, to me, that character where even though we liked her and then she had her moment where fans were just like, oh, God. Now Josh's role is to kind of make her interested, not interested, but kind of more um, presentable to to the fans. Just like like well, Mia. Any, let, me,
0: let me cut in here. <laughs>
4: okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> let me cut in here. Anytime, girlfriend doesn't want an expensive present, she can send it my way. Okay.
4: <laughs> I, mean, I was just
0: that- listening to some of what you said, and and there's you know I really liked Lola in the beginning. But when she started doing things like that, like you know, getting mad at Kyle for trying trying to, you know, show his love Be nice. in, in the ways the ways he knows how to do it, um, uh-huh. and not doing anything wrong, I was like, okay, I'm getting over this like real quick because there's no way this girl should be breaking up with him every time he gives her a gift or, or not even just a, a physical gift, you know, of, of, uh, right. You know, purses and stuff like that. But, you know, like making the dinner for her and stuff like that. It's like, okay, that's enough now. Now the freaking out over, you know, the relationship thing and whatever, I can understand that. And I can understand her jealousy towards summer. Cause summer, of course, inputs into that too. But, right. um, you know, again, mm-hmm. that that probably stems from what you said, which with her watching what happened with her brothers and that.
4: Yeah. So, so I'm trying like to that, give like, her a break. You're trying to give her a break. I mean, if I mean, I was, I mean, I'm on YouTube, like with the whole bag. Like, I even played both sides. I was like, okay, as an independent person who really hasn't asked for anything and has always, you know like maybe, and I'm just going to say, if I was loaded, she probably has one of the vision boards where she visions, like in a few years she'll be able to get this bag, in a few years she'll be able to get this house, like she's working for it, doing it for her own self, and to have somebody just be like, oh, by the way, here's the $500 bag you wanted, it's kind of like it it messes with your ego a little bit because it's like, well, wait a minute, I was going to work to get that, like that's, I think that's something else too, it's like Kyle only knows quote unquote the avid lifestyle. He doesn't know how to get from the ground from the ground the bottom of the ground to the top. He only knows is right. like okay, money, right. money, money. Right. And money. And that's
0: what I was saying, that's what I was saying. That's that's how yeah. he knows how to feel love. Because mm-hmm. that's all he's ever known. You know, and instead of buying a dime store bag, he bought her, you know, a top-of-the-line bag because he saw she liked it. I don't see anything wrong with that. And so she needs to understand where he's coming from as well, and I don't think she gets that.
4: Right. I think when she talked to Mariah, like, you know, the night of the, you know, accident when Mariah said, do you remember how he he made you feel when he took you out on a date? And it was nothing expensive or anything. It was just like a real, like, date date. And she said, yeah, and then, you know, it was like, okay, if you have to look kind of past what that bag. I mean, I get it in a way because, you know, like I said, it does mess with your ego if somebody has more money than you will ever have in a day. And then you have, like, you. she does have some self-esteem issues. That is a given. But now, and then, hmm. like, she sees a girl like Summer, you know, who's her age, and it's like, well, dang, Summer can just, Summer, she's a, but then again, she's a new man for crying out loud, so it's kind of like she's having she's she's fighting a, a losing battle that's going to cost her somebody that really truly cares for her and also could mess with her job performance. Right? See, look at that. Yep. I should be on Dr. Phil helping out, but I should be doing. <laughs> so, so we got that going on, but then we find out there was a certain somebody who, by the way, we at Take Two Radio would like to congratulate on having a baby <laughs> um, named Mia. <laughs> um, congratulations, girl. Yeah. But it's kind of funny that, like, last week she drank a whole bottle of tequila. I'm just, yeah. you know, hey. <laughs> like. I don't believe you. Well, I don't think she is either. We kind of saw, you know, that is the fact that, Like Mia is that girl who will do anything and everything to keep what's hers, and you know the minor mistakes he made. Yeah, exactly. It used to be a couple of people on that show, Hillary. (laughs) um, Just saying, I miss you, Hillary. Love you. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is that Mia, you know, she wants Ray, but she also wants a Toro. And, you know, she's kind of like, okay, if you – like, she doesn't like Abby. Hence why she drunk the bottle of tequila. She went to the – I don't know how she even got there, but okay. And she mistakenly thought that Lola was Abby because Abby gave Lola her coat and pushed the girl. And was shocked when she saw Abby and, you know, she's telling, she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then Ray, unlike other cops in the film world, he put two and two together real fast and realized it was Mia who then said, you can't arrest me because I'm pregnant. Because, you know, that's everybody <laughs> wants to hear. <laughs> I'm yeah, but
0: she came <laughs> off that girl to
4: pee on the stick. That's all there is to it. Right. Right. <laughs> She's, I tell you, me is ahead of the game because you know, oh, yeah. like you know, Ray said he does, he want, he wants proof, he wants proof, he wants evidence, and she was yep. like, what? And he said, I need to see, you know, like the proof, and of course she produces the stick because she paid somebody who's pregnant. I'm only on soap can you do this, y'all, in a lifetime movie. <laughs> right. So now you know she I got the proof, and she...
1: yep. I think she bought that I, from that girl, that pregnant lady. Uh-huh,
4: because she needed help with some bills. But I have a funny feeling, I don't know, this is the William J. Bell in me, the Erna Phillips in me, I, I don't know, is that I think she is going to actually get pregnant.
0: You know what? That's funny you say that because I thought about that, too. She's faking pregnancy, and here she's really going to be pregnant, but she doesn't know it Uh
1: uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Jokes on I don't,
0: that, know, I, I, don't know that, I don't know how that's going to work out since she's supposedly leaving the show.
1: I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's what I hear, but I don't know. I haven't seen um, yeah. any confirmation. I, I, I I
0: unless
4: he, he gets
1: to
0: like the baby and she goes to jail.
4: Well, I was thinking about this, too, because we all watch all the shows. I'm thinking they're going to either write her out, and she's, pre- like she's 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 pregnant, like she's going to find out she's carrying, let just say, a Toro's baby. There, I said it, world, a Toro's baby, and she leaves and goes to jail and comes, you know, in case, you know, they want to, like, you know, write her back where she has the baby or whatnot to mess with a Toro and Abby, sort of like what they did with Ben and Abby. By the way, where are you, Stitch? I need you, Stitch. I miss you. Come on. Thank you. I'm just trying to figure all that out. I'm just like, okay, she is going to be pregnant, but, you know, who's going to, I mean, if Ray gets it, then does it. But we've been down that road with the DNA testing and, you know, with Nick and Adam, and they have to come with something original. They're going to have to
1: come with something original.
0: right, and I don't know if you guys talked about it because I got on late, but did you talk about the possible Adam or JT or whatever that I've been seeing? Not yet. I
4: was about to get to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so so last week – oh, actually, it's today. No, was it yesterday or today? It's actually Melanie Thomas Scott's 40th anniversary. Round of applause for 40 years. Doing her thing, looking fabulous as always. Yep. Love her, but there was a certain picture from her party that everybody went wild about, and that was the scene that AKA JT back on set, not just for the party. He oh is no 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 no, no. Set, that's for he, sure.
1: Yeah. He's
4: back. Right. He's back. So now the question is, is he really JT, or will they pull the ultimate and say that he had a twin? Well, that's another thing
0: that I read, and you know, it's Which funny because it really I don't does. normally read—I—I I, I don't normally read spoilers, but mm-hmm. um, there's been a couple that I've been reading lately, and JT was one that was mentioned that it could possibly be his twin.
4: Yeah, and this is where I because I—I not even read the spoilers. I didn't read it, but I was – because I, this is what happens when you watch too much soap, people. Everybody has a twin.
3: <laughs> out um, the that's thing
4: funny. is, is that if they pull the twin situation, this is where the the history of fans will be like, JT never had a twin. Like, this is bull. Like, when did JT have a twin? They never said anything about a twin on the show. That I mean, right. that's going to be – This is the, I mean, I really, at this point, they have dragged the story on too long. But I will say this, I enjoy the fact that we did see the coming together of four people who've had issues with each other over the last couple of years. Nikki does not like Sharon. You all know this. Right. They all work together, and they did not need the help of, and I'm sorry, I love him to death, they did not need Victor Newman's help. They actually did this without a quote-unquote a man. Sorry. Um, right. Then there's the other thing. Once Josh Griffin was was officially announced back to Young and Rossas, fans continued on the campaign of bring Adam Newman back. Now, it was revealed by sources that Josh's main priority was to bring back Adam Newman. And now they're doing a recast. They haven't announced who yet, but fans have been throwing actors out there. Um, who do you guys, let me ask this question. If you guys were casting directors at Young and the Restless, who oh. would you pick to play the new Adam Newman?
0: You know, I've been thinking about that. I'm thinking about that and and in the back of my mind I keep saying, No, they're gonna bring Michael Mooney back. But then, you know, it looks pretty positive that they're not gonna bring him back, so who would I think could replace him? Honestly, I'm having a hard time choosing somebody. I mean
4: after Michael left,
0: I didn't think that anybody could replace him, but of course we know Justin Hartley did an outstanding job. Uh, <laughs> so with two strong Michael, uh, two strong Adams like that in a row, I'm here. Ha- I don't know. I mean, I know there's actors out there that can do it, but can I see them as Adam? Mm-hmm. That's
4: question. That's the million dollar question.
0: I don't have know. answer for you at I'm, the moment.
1: <laughs> I don't have an answer for that one either. I'm confounded.
4: What about you, okay, So here's the thing. I was given this question, and I had to think Long of Heart, and there was two people that I was torn between. I love, first and foremost, I got to give shout-out to Chris Eager, who played the first Adam. Then we had Michael, who did an amazing job. And then, of course, Justin Hartley, who surprised everybody, because Mm. when they announced that Justin was coming on, everybody said, The Pretty Boy from Passions. (laughs) I remember that exact quote, The Pretty Boy from Passions. I think between Emmy Award winners, (laughs) Ted Brandon, who played Xander on General Hospital, and then I thought about somebody who has the intent of Adam Newman, who I would love, love to see go against Earth Brayden, and that's Tom Pelfrey, Jonathan from Guy in Light, mm. who you also remember.
1: Yeah, I remember
4: so I mean, that's gonna be the tough thing for Young and the Rosslers to find somebody who not who can act like the previous Adams but who can bring their own unique style to it. And make yep, Adam really what we good. Want. But it's also the writer's job too. You can't have them act like the shadow of the previous actor who played the character, because if you do, right. that's going to be a big mistake.
1: Right.
4: Hmm. So yeah. So yeah, we got Jason. He,
0: I, I, I thought about Adam when I saw the um, the uh, the cameras, you know, in the in the Newman right. Mansion in the
1: wall. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: In a wall you know, he yep. he had out there at one point. So that's what it's like uh-huh. okay, are they doing are they bringing Adam back or is this somebody that found the wall and the camera stuff and decided to, you know, go in there and use it since it was available? Um because the Newmans I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure never found out about that stuff behind the wall, right?
1: They were surprised so. when they right. After
0: they found yeah. Katie, um, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to to picture somebody taking over that role. Um, and who knows? It could if JT's back on site, maybe it's JT in the wall. I don't know.
4: Yeah. Uh, I
1: see what
4: especially because Josh Griffin's material is mid march that's when he yeah that's when his stuff starts is mid march and it's going to be interesting to see what he does especially if it is JT how they're going to wrap that story up and if Adam is back and this is where creativity is key if you bring back Adam do not do the same story you did when Justin Hartley came back and said he had reconstructive oh. surgery oh, a memory loss, I or memory loss. right, eye it's going to
0: be
4: right. It's going to be like okay, he was gone. So where was he all these years? And don't say he had a memory loss or he had to get surgery. Just say he hit out with Chelsea. Just
1: let it go because right.
4: yeah. Right. I mean, you can tie in because, look, being honest here, the the exit that they gave Melissa Claire Egan was a disappointment in so many ways. This is where you can actually regroup and you can do the Adam and Chelsea story some justice, but do not constantly have Adam all up in the Newman orbit. Like, that's going to be my issue if they're going to do that. It's like, really? Like, didn't we just do this a couple of years ago? Like, really? Like, give me something new, something to play with here. So. We'll see. We'll see. There's a lot going on right now. in They're slowly doing the transition. We're starting to see it. Slowly. So just, just be patient, folks, and we're going to have a good time. And, yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. And the one thing, the one sad point, the one sad point is when we looked up and we're all happy that Doug is coming back. Oh my God. And he he is on March 25th. The sad part is he's not getting a contract. They told him the contract was not on the table.
0: That could change. You know how it goes. I mean, first he's off the show and doesn't look like he's ever coming back. And, you know, that can change. So um, I'm not real worried about that at the moment. Right. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. Uh, now let me they ask you this. They said they're going
1: to. Have you,
0: guys, have you guys talked about Carrie and Jack? No. No. Oh,
4: that's so, yeah. I,
0: <laughs> <sighs> I have a
4: feeling Candace and I are on the same page again. Go ahead, Candace. Okay. Um, This is another character that's going to be. In in the the crossing of Mel Young to Josh Brisson. Here's the thing: I like. Oh, okay, okay, wait a minute. Let me get myself together. When the idea of Carrie first came up, I thought they were going to tie her to the Johnsons, as far as Mimi, Olivia, Drusilla, yes, Mimi. the Johnsons. Yeah, okay.
1: I yeah. didn't.
4: In a way, I'm disappointed with that because the, if she's going to be a part, if First and foremost, when they said it, they teased fans. And it was like, oh, oh, okay, going in history. Okay, I like what Dave does. I like that Carrie seems to, at first, my first reaction to Carrie is I can't trust her. Because something right. is not right with her. I don't know what it something is. is I don't, right. you know. Right. I'm like, is she going to sabotage Jabo? Is she going to be, you know. I love Jack. And I think after all the stuff that Jack went through, he needs to, like, have a normal life, whatever that means. But, right. Younger right. Rossler, listen to me when I say this. I know that Peter Bergman is hot, okay? For his age, he is hot. But can you stop this? Like, literally it's not, it's like, <sighs> you did this with Sharon. I don't, I, don't, I mean, I, I don't, like them but I don't just like them I just think okay just to save screen time this is what you're doing and the secret that Carrie had was sort of what a lot of women are going through I give you that Russell, I give you that but it wasn't a big secret like you made it to be a big secret that really wasn't a big secret and now
1: there's more to that I do, I do believe there's more to that
4: I hope so. Because that's what I And you know what my guess?
1: You want to hear my guess? I don't,
4: I
0: don't oh. think that there, you
1: there's, hear there's my
0: anything you're
1: learning to save. Go ahead. I think I was thinking that she's transgender.
4: Okay. 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 Let me, let me get my thoughts together. Okay. I've heard so many people say that. And this is where I kinda of have to put my foot down. My thing is is that there's a show across the hall of Young and the Rustless called Bold and the Beautiful. Right. That has that's a character right. and did an amazing job with that storyline. There's a show that's on across town called General Hospital that introduced a transgender yep, character.
3: Has.
4: And yes. the thing is is that with Young and the Rustless and I love Young and the Rustlers, but sometimes they're kind of on a delay of social topics and social issues that is really dealing like with to be. the outside world. Right. Because back in the day, Lord knows, because I finally saw an episode of a 1970s Young and the Rustlers, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, well, y'all like Catherine is talking about sex? Like, what? Like, who? What? Mm-hmm. No. And it's like, okay, with Carrie, I, I don't think they would do a transgender storyline, even though there's certain angles that they could. But the thing is, is that I don't think that they should do it. I think they had some opportunities that came up like, okay, what if it's a health situation? What if she's a recovering addict? You know, which would have made sense with Jeff, because Jack's also a recovering addict. You know, you could have tied that in. This is, again, I love the actress who's playing her. I think she's very strong. The character is going to be another character that may be in that parallel sort of like Lola, where Mal Young had an idea for this character, but now Josh Griffin is going to have to come up with a whole new idea for this character. I still, like I said, when I saw Carrie, I did not trust her. So maybe they can start playing off of that vibe of, Hmm, do we really, like, because Jack said it, I don't really know her. But, yeah, you're buying her bracelets and taking her Bora Bora. Like, I would like to go to Bora Bora. I've never been. You take me. Exactly. I'm
0: young. You can, you can, you can take me along exactly. with um, the purse that Lola right. didn't
4: want. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm young. I'm restless. Like, I'm good. Like, you know, So. I mean, like I said with Jack and Carrie, I just feel as though that they're there. They're just, you know.
0: I just there don't for...
4: think there's chemistry. I don't
0: feel the chemistry. Right. At oh, all, my. I don't. I don't think that she's transgender. Mm-hmm. I think there's something going on. I think that she's being sneaky behind the scenes. She's working with somebody. That's yep. my take on it.
4: I mean, here's the perfect opportunity. I'm gonna try here we go, I'm gonna try it in. What if she's working with Adam? Adam or I'm Did thinking you? maybe
1: Ashley. Ashley. Well,
4: I thought about that and now that we know that Eileen Davidson is gonna be on the last two episodes of March, hallelujah. See, she kept her promise she was coming for a visit. I mean, if they do that then that goes back to the original idea that some fans had by saying that Ashley was going to send somebody to, quote, unquote, sabotage or – but, again, right by that time, that's going to be Josh Griffin writing the story. And
0: that, right, right. You know, it's Josh – it's still can happen. Yeah. still can happen that way because there's enough time to, you know, because he's going to have to right. write something for our team. So possibly Carrie mm-hmm. gets busted or they're thinking, you know, they figured out what's going on and they bring Ashley right. back and then they – front everybody, and then Ashley leaves again, and she takes right. Gary
3: with
4: her. And I, I was thinking about this, too, because we also know that Beth Maitland, a.k.a. Tracy, she's coming back next month, and Eileen Davidson. I was like, you know what? I have a feeling I know what's about to happen. And, it,
1: and if it happens, out.
4: no, I think it's going to have to do with Dina. Uh, we forgot about, about the whole Dina situation. Poor
0: Dina, I I right. actually in the in the spoilers that I was reading, I read okay. that um I read that uh, Tracy is going to actually be CEO again. Well, See that, she's about you, the only thing well,
4: at this point. I mean, if that happens. Right. I mean, now that they got rid of the clause, why not give it to Abby? I'm just saying. But, um, yeah, give it to Abby. Let Abby have a chance. I'm going to start (coughs) a hashtag. Give Abby a chance. Hashtag why not? Um, I mean, there's so many things. It's like a lot going on. And then, you know, tomorrow is March which means the countdown to April is going to happen. And we all know what's happening in April, as told by CBS Daytime, they will honor Christoph St. John, a.k.a. Neil Winters. Um, and that's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do. Those, are, These yeah. are, you know, some of the things, you know, you got the JT or twin situation. You got, you know, the whole um, – you know, like you said, you got Paul coming back. You got the recast of Adam happening. You got some returns coming, and then you have what they said for April. Um. So right now, and and like I said, they're having you know the train. You know, we're we're seeing it happen. You know, the baton is is being tossed from Mal Young to Josh Griffin. So you know, this is one of those times is if you're a Young and a Ruffles fan. You're kind of just, like, in the middle. You're kind of like, okay, what's about to happen? What's about to go down? So, you know, hopefully, you know, everything works out and, you know, and, and you know, yeah. <laughs> I just want to see what happens next. <laughs>
0: yeah, and you know what? That's a good thing to say because there's a lot of times we're just, like, over it and don't even care what happens next. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that means that they've grabbed our attention again and that it's, you know, worth watching. And uh, that's always good for us soap as well as for the fans.
4: Yeah. And I'm, I'm yeah. also at that point, too, where I'm not even going to – I know there was a lot of, you know, bad blood that people said about the previous writer, but I can honestly say that there's some things that he did do to Young and Apostles that was outstanding. He brought the young – back to the young and the restless. We have a great young set. So, you know, we'll see what happens. And, you know, the whole Ashley storyline, oh my God, that was so good. Yeah. The only thing, though, that I didn't
0: like was that he had backburnered or, you know, had how many people yes. leave. Right. You know, of the poor characters, I mean, you can have young and the restless but you've also mm-hmm. got to have people that made that show and that we look forward right. to seeing a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You, gotta
4: have, you, have you have to
0: find that balance. To,
4: you yeah.
1: have to find the balance. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Definitely. So,
4: well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, you know, because the next go-around is May sweeps. So we'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Talk about... Um, what Phyllis did? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that was the thing, Pam. So I asked this question earlier. Who do you who do you blame for Victoria, Sharon, and Phyllis being arrested? Do you blame Phyllis or do you blame Sharon
0: for them being
4: arrested? Yeah, like the whole like. In other words. Okay,
0: well I'll
3: just
0: I'll just, you know, kinda, kinda I I kinda I, say I, it. Actually, I don't know if I, I blame anybody. I mean it had to come out sooner or later. We knew that was gonna happen. What mm-hmm. I don't like and I'm and I'm glad that this is happening to Phyllis is her throwing everybody under the bus. I don't like it. I mean she never thinks anybody but herself and now she's paying
4: the, the price for it. That's funny you said that because we kind of said that too, is that this is something that is totally Phyllis's characteristics. But the thing is, is, like, even though she is looking out for herself, but she's also trying to, I don't know, like, in a weird way, put, try to protect. The women and to making people believe that, quote, unquote, it wasn't a murder.
0: and United I
4: don't,
0: I don't see that. I don't believe it. I just, I'm, I, I can't get with you on that one. Okay. Um, I but, I think selfish and uh-huh. all about herself, narcissistic, and I, I just, I'm glad she's paying for it now because everybody's like, okay, we're over Phyllis now. And now she needs to redeem herself in some way.
4: Well, I also said, well, we also, well, I said, too, I also blame Sharon. And this is why I blame Sharon, because my thing is, is that, all right, when, first and foremost, when Ray professed his love to her, and she said, I love you, and then, you know, Ray looked and saw, you know, stuff, and then Sharon pretty much opened her big mouth and she said it was, it was me and Nikki and da-da-da and da-da-da. And then she starts boo-hooing when he arrests her. Said, and I had told, you know, earlier, I said, the thing is is that if anybody goes back to listen to what Nikki said, she never gave anybody up. It was believed that it was her alone, you know, that was doing a lot of this stuff. She never said Sharon or Victoria or Phyllis. Sharon was the one who, you know, had said names and, You know, she was like, why are you doing this? And like I said, you got involved with somebody who was already investigating this case. You became close to somebody who, if you made the wrong move, was going to use it against you. And like Ray said, I have to do my job. But again, with Phyllis, you go back to when Sharon was going to call the police that night, and Phyllis said no. So I kind of blame, in a way, I blame both women. Because even though what Phyllis did was, you know, well, if the police come, they're going to be doing all ABC and DXG. If they would have told the cops sooner, then it would have probably been a whole different story. But then you have Sharon who, she just, I and that's why I said, like, I hope Josh Griffin does not write Shern five steps backwards
1: mm-hmm. right,
4: how she used to be yeah. beforehand. Because I don't care. Like, I get you and Nick are over, but, honey, you do not sell your soul when somebody says, I love you, or, you know, and, and Ray, you should not be looking that, at phone bills. That, to me, right. Yeah, he was like out there. of, he was know,
1: out of, or oh, what's the word I'm looking for?
4: Out of, he he was I'm wrong worried? for picking up somebody, he, he, he was he wrong was for picking line. up personal, pro- yeah, he was out of right. line for picking up something that wasn't his. He was like, out of line oh, and.
1: He wasn't in official capacity doing that.
4: Right. So and that.
1: and the thing
0: is with Sharon, though, um, in a, in a way it makes sense to me that it happened that way because that's who Sharon is. She, she lives on her feelings. And, and is it right? Well, we can't really say because that's who Sharon is. You know what I mean? Like some people right. live on their feelings that's 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 just how they are and they they throw logic out the window, so it kind of makes sense you know that it went that way um, but yeah, if Sharon didn't open her mouth, of course, then everybody wouldn't have been arrested but mhm, what went down after that to me is worse you know yeah. and if, if how how to me how is Phyllis trying to quote-unquote save them from a murder rap when she gave them every single bit of evidence and had herself um, Right, with the plea bargain, yeah. Right, the plea bargain where she's not going to be arrested and thrown in jail and charged with the murder. I mean, it, but, that's selfish.
4: But here's another thing, and I said this, I brought it to the table because, you know, I'm a lawyer on the side, not really. Um, yeah. Is that I don't think Cricket should be a part of this because, quote unquote, she brought JT to town, so she has interest in, in, in with JT. You know, like she was right. helping JT with work, and not only that, but Phyllis and everybody else knows in that town Ray, Paul, and Cricket wants to bring down the Newman family. So to me, I don't think Cricket should even be a part of this. Like I think it should be another lawyer. I don't know who we could have got. We could have got um, Cass from Another World. Well, no, that's a Procter and Gamble show. Never mind. Woo. Um, I don't know. <laughs> like to handle this. I just think this yeah. case is just all wacky.
0: Yeah. As so. much
4: as we to keep
0: going on and on about the Young and the Restless <laughs> because it's so very good, we have to cover B and B. Okay. Do we have to? Go ahead.
4: <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Okay. All right. Um, In the
4: world of the m- merry-go-round, it's a merry-go-round. Mm, yep. With with Hope and Liam and Staffy and um, I'm yeah. gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try, you guys. Uh-huh.
0: Um. All right. Me too. Um, How feelings? Because I know my feelings, and I'm sure that not only myself feels this way. <laughs> About the way
1: Thorne dumped Katie. I don't like it. I...
0: It made no sense at
1: all. None. <laughs> it
3: could have been a
0: million other reasons that he left. Katie got caught kissing Bill, whatever
1: but he you he ballooned <laughs> <laughs> That's, and is
3: seriously, that, that
4: was that was my reaction to watching the show because I mean, we obviously know Ingo is gone to general Hospital. who didn't see that coming? so to me, I feel as though first and foremost, they ruined the character of Thorne. they did i <laughs> there's no more. There's no way you can. I mean, hey, if you can redeem them. Go ahead, but I that was just a fail. I'm just like really throwing, That's the that's the excuse. Like you did all of this just to dump that girl because of bill. Like yep. oh, Bill is acting like Bill. Bill is always acting like a father to Will. I mean, here's the thing: you may not like the man, but give him that. You rushed a merge. And I get what he was saying about Allie when he was like saying, you know, you gave me a. But I'm like, huh, I'm like, okay, there's something about *Bone and Beautiful* that when these characters all of a sudden remember the dead loved ones, they do certain things. But you don't talk about them for like years, and then all of a sudden, you get a divorce, Allie. You want a baby because mm-hmm. of my twin sister Phoebe. I'm like, really? I, right. It was just poor. It was a poor taste in in the character, in, no, in that storyline. I was just like, wow. There was no reason for Steffi
0: to adopt the baby because of her twin sister at this point in time. She just could have wanted a sister for her baby, period.
4: Okay. See, Pam, see what? See, I was doing really good tonight, and I was doing really good with my full <laughs> halo over my head. I was being a really good angel tonight. Okay, 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 wait a minute, okay. First and foremost, Hope just had, quote-unquote, the baby died, okay? And with Steffi, to me, I will never understand why the show is doing this to these these girls. I don't get it anymore. I'm done. I'm done trying to figure it out. Like you said, all of a sudden, like, baby Kelly is not even two years old yet, and she wants a sister, Here's the thing, Sassy. your daughter was getting a sister, but the sister died. So where was all of this, you know, before you even, before Hope was even pregnant or whatnot? Where where did this come from? Oh, that's Right. right. You still want to compete against Hope. That's the bottom line, folks, is that what Brooke and Taylor started has now gone to their kids. Because it's a competition now. To me, Steffi... I can't believe I'm having this conversation. <laughs> Steffi yeah. is so desperate. She's desperate. And I'm sorry if, you, if you're if you a and Beautiful fan and you're listening to this, I'm going to go back into history. She's starting to really remind me of Taylor to the point where I'm just like, can we just say T- Steffi is Taylor Junior 2.0 or something? Because she is desperate. Okay? And not only that, I have an issue with Liam. Dude.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You need
4: to, like, I'm proud of what you said. You told Hope you can't trade me in and out. Like, okay, thank you. Thank you, Liam. Speak up yeah. for yourself. Like right. Hope is going through what every mother fears is a miscarriage, a stillborn, the loss of a child. And keep in mind, well, the Beautiful. I know you forgot what we fans have not This is, quote, unquote, even though the child is out there, this is her second miscarriage.
1: Right. The Uh first one
4: was with Wyatt, and now this was with Liam. To her right now, her mental – yeah, Liam. Her mental state is, I'm a woman who doesn't feel like a woman because I couldn't even carry a – like, I don't have a child with the man that I love. I can't give him – what stuff can give him. I feel emb- like, here's a, okay, anybody who's had a miscarriage feels like they're empty because they question the world. It's like, did the world have it out for them? Did they do something to deserve this quote-unquote punishment? Did they feel as though, like, is you know, carry a, carry, being a mother – is everything it means like you're the queen like your heart like i can't explain it but when you do have a miscarriage you feel less than a woman it right. does something to you that nobody can understand because you're you're all everywhere you're trying to be present but at the same time when you see a baby you got to take a moment you got to roll out you got to leave and yeah. because it's a competition. With Hope and Steffi and Liam, Hope is 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 she's here, she's there, she's there, she's here, she's everywhere. This story, however, could have been great in 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 the sense of the emotional storytelling. Now, Nico Noel, who right. plays Hope, give give her her props because she's doing great. Yeah. Yeah. But Stassi, yeah, I'm done. Tell me, let me know when Whipple Jones the Third come back. Let me know when Whipple Jones the Third come back. Let me know when Thomas comes back so I can get the Thomas Wyatt Sally train started again. Okay. That's it. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me mention
3: to,
0: to our listeners that uh, we greatly apologize that Eric Nelson wasn't able to make the show tonight, um, that he is stuck on set, and unfortunately with actors that happens. So, Um, You know, there may be another time that we can reschedule him to get on the show, but March, you know, could bring other people. And uh, we do have somebody set up for the next show, but I don't know. Do you think I should say who it is, or should we wait and and let them get surprised?
4: Wait, I want to see, you're asking me, and I'm going to, you can drop a hint. Yeah, you can do a hint.
0: Do a hint, okay.
4: A hint, three hints. Well, you, well, um,
0: you may have loved her and you may have hated her, or you may have hated to love her or loved to hate her, and she was on one life to live. How's that?
4: <laughs> okay, okay, that's a start. That's a, that was good. All that's right, a that's a bunch to choose from. Hmm. <laughs> So yeah, that was good one. That was a good one, Pam. Okay. So yeah, all you listeners out there, try to figure that one out. Yeah, (laughs) that was your clue. You either love to hate her, or hate to love her, or you just probably was like, huh, about this person, and this person was on one life to (laughs) live. So that's a whole range right there. Right. (laughs) Yeah, and you.
0: And you know by us saying she, that she's female. <laughs> right.
4: Right.
3: <laughs> so figure that one out. <laughs> like, okay.
4: So, no, like, <laughs> I was going to well, say, uh, I was going to drop another hint because I was like, but then people would actually get it. So I can't yeah. say it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause but I, I can say
0: I was yeah. to something, too. But, yeah, no, I think that would give too much yeah. away. Um, but you can find out closer to the date by going to take That's with the number two under upcoming guests uh, a few days before March 14th. It's usually about four days or so before, um, that I put it up there as well as put it on social media. So, um, follow us on Twitter guys and you'll see it. Um, Facebook as well. And, um, with that, I think that we all need to say night and night, folks, because we got two minutes left. <laughs>
4: okay, just make sure you guys watch the Bay the series on Amazon. I've been saying that all night on Amazon Prime. Catch the Bay the series because yes. that's probably where Eric is. Bay City, California. Been saying that all night. So, so Eric, if you listen, I've been plugging the Bay the series. On Amazon Prime. The Emmy Award
0: winning the beta series. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So much to love on that show. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, thank you, guys, everybody. Thank you, David, for being the host. And um, Carolyn and Anthony and Candace, I love you all. And love we'll see you on March, March 14th. Be there.
4: Bye. Remember, you only have one life to live. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good
1: night. Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us.